Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of Things You Should Know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how you could navigate work politics. Now, if you work at any job, rather if it's nine to five, full time, part time, just honestly, any job where it requires you to work with other people, you likely have encountered work, work politics. So it's not something that is new to many of us. Now, I would say many of us that experience work politics is probably one of the more stressful part of our lives, and it easily is because the fact of how much time we spend at work every single day, right? Majority of us we spend. Honestly, the majority of our life working nine to five, Monday to Friday. Sometimes some of us work evenings and weekends, and that is more time than almost anything else in our adult life. We end up spending doing. So it is very important that we talk about this because I myself could tell you that this, you know, navigating work politics, learning. You know different stages and understanding my own personal growth and what I want out of it was probably the biggest thing that I have to conquer through to honestly just be better、um, from like a mental health and just like personal growth and just happiness. Like all of these is tied together when it comes to like when you know how to navigate. You know, work politics to not let it get to you because all of these ties so much in your、uh, di- direct happiness, your energy, right? When you come home from work, and if you really feel like it was so stressful, sometimes not even because of the work that you do, and it's just the people in a sense or the politics that you need to go through is what drains you, and is it's really really important to take a step back and think through. What is the best way to think through these、um, situations, and what are the actions that we could do about it? And I want to start with sharing my personal experiences and also journey throughout navigating politics, because for the longest time, this like the idea of having to deal with work politics and. Figuring out what I'm supposed to do was actually one of the most stressful thing in my life for a, a while. Honestly, when I was much younger, maybe in my early twenties, it didn't really get to me as much, just because I was also just so early in my career that a lot of which I didn't experience directly, and it's a lot of which had to do with the fact that my level was so early on, like entry level, that many of the Harsh, you know, <laughs> like not physical fights, right? But like the the things that you see、uh, in people, like try to get at each other and all of those things. Like I didn't really see it in the early in my careers because I wasn't really involved, nor if I was really even trying to、uh, be seen. If that makes sense.、Um, so there was no competition. You could kind of think of it that way because I wasn't trying to. Compete with anybody, and nobody saw me as a competition because I was just so new. And as many of you have gone on to your career, especially if you work in an office job, and honestly, it's relatable to any job. Really, it doesn't even have to be an office job. Like, just if you just work with people, you have a manager, you have coworkers, you have peers. Like, all of this work politics is so applicable beyond. Just a regular office job where you sit at a desk and you're just on your computer because this is where politics is literally everywhere.、Um, and so early in my career, it didn't, it wasn't as I think,、um, like it didn't impact me as much. Just like many of you, when you think back in your super early career, of course, it's still a grind. Like you probably don't enjoy it much, but at least this wasn't something that.、Um, Really, really bother you so much to a point where you、um, just cannot, you know, like function or like your your mental health was kind of becoming an issue.、Um, it was starting to become a thing where I noticed things and it started to bother me a lot. It's when 
I took my career very seriously, right? It's like when you start to see that, okay, this is something I want to turn into a career. And honestly, it's, I think most of you, if you're feeling it, it's either you're also at that stage of like, okay, yeah, like this is something that I'm, I have a feeling I might either want to turn this into a career or I am trying to get promoted because I'm trying to make more money out of it. Um, you know, or it's just like you, you, you just take your work very seriously, which is good right? Because you want to do a good job. And um, during those stages, and if you experience a lot of these work politics, and what I mean by that, it's almost like you you see people playing the game around you. Some people are not very noble at all. Like I have seen people that who perceive actually still do until this day, where people's belief is that someone's losses is their own gain. So they think that in order for them to win, win, someone else needs to lose. So if someone else is doing a great job, they feel like they need to sabotage their, the other person's success because it's outshining their own work. And they think that because of that, it's making them look bad. So instead of them doing a very good job and prove to the other people that like this person also like them themselves also is doing a great job or even better job they will just think of a way to sabotage the other person maybe by talking badly about them or withholding information so that their other project will fail just like shady things like that i have seen it. it's crazy because when you if you're still earlier in your career you might not see that sometimes or that in depth but i think that as you do go up in the ladder and you are at a level that you're you probably towards the more senior side of things um there's more competition like that and i say this because i have been through you know like have experienced multiple companies rather if it's like a startup mid-sized big corporation and like a huge huge corporation um and i do honestly see almost all of it everywhere it's just like some i'm not as involved because i personally was still like early on in my career i didn't really get involved versus like once i am more mature and i'm more involved like it's starting to impact me and affect me a lot more especially when i myself is also trying to go up the ladder and i want to and i want to talk to you about this and also give a bit of my own background to to give perspective so I work in a tech company. So I do work in, I guess you could say an office job. But of course, right now, all of us works from home and I do too. Um, so, uh, but it is in a sense of like, you could think of it as nine to five if you want to. It is a tech job. I do work at one of the FANG company. For those who's not familiar, what is a FANG company? Is It's like an acronym or abbreviation that people have created for the tech giant. So it's like, FANG stands for, um, so it spells F-A-N-G, and it stands for Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Um, So it's like one of the, I guess, more big um, tech giants. And it's ironic, and I want to share this background, is because most people think that these companies are like the dream to work for. And I thought that way too, honestly, before I joined. And you know, to a certain extent, there are some stuff I love about my company. There are so many perks. I do love that. I still do until this day. But there's no perfect company is what I'm trying to tell you. Like if your goal in your career right now, it's like, oh, it's just this one company. I hate it. I just need to go to another one. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong there will be another company with a better culture because I have experienced better culture as well before I joined the, you know, big tech giants too, like at a mid-sized company. The culture was a bit closer. It does feel more like, honestly, college, if that makes sense. Like we would have parties that kind of reminds me of frat parties, to be honest. So it just really depends like what you're into. But it is true that if you feel like your current company, the culture is not for you, you will likely find another company's culture that's better suited for you. Now, what I'm talking about specifically, it's work politics, right? Like it's the kind of like the battle that you see 
kind of subtle but not enough honestly like where people is trying to one-up each other at work and that I see everywhere right it's just sometimes I I'm definitely not the the one involved in that sense but I see other people doing it in front of me but as I go up in my career I see more and more and you probably are too as you are getting more involved in the business in the strategy in the day-to-day of how the work flows throughout the different teams and company you are probably pulled in to things a lot more and therefore you're exposed to these politics a lot more and sometimes you see it happening to other people and sometimes it's going to be directly to you and you need to think about and react right like you need to you know have a way of handling these situations and sometimes it's very difficult and sometimes really hard and I share with you the background earlier of where I'm at in the current state is to remind you that like literally every company have its good and bad, right? Because before I joined um, the, the tech giant, honestly, I also thought the same thing that many people thought. It's like, oh my God, like that's the dream. Once you're in there, you're in like la la land. Like that's, you know, you're like basically good. And once I'm here, like I also have good and bad to say about uh, about it just like any other company right it's honestly it's not um it's just there's good and bad the good is very good right like i'm very appreciative i'm very thankful i i i do love the positive so much that for me it outweighs the bad um as in i could overlook it because i really do am thankful and grateful for the great stuff but the bad are also really bad. And I think for me, it took me a while to get to where I'm at now to say like it outweighs the bad, to be honest, because I did have a couple thoughts of like, oh, maybe it's the company, maybe it's the team, maybe it's this. And honestly, it could be. But at the same time, I could also say the grass is always greener on the other side. And what really was the determination for me as to the action that I was going to take really went down to what is my primary goal in this company? Like, it's my goal to go up to the ladder. Like, it's my goal to become a director or a VP or like a CMO one day. Or it's my goal to do something else, like make passive income or additional income elsewhere, you know, beyond just my nine to five job, right? Like, those were like the big two questions that I had to ask myself because based on the answer to that, it will affect, the action that I was going to take. And mind you, if you are the person, if you hear yourself complaining about work all the time to your friends, to your spouse, to your partner, to your family, like if you just hear yourself day to day, you're like, oh my God, I hate my job. Oh my God, I hate this about work. Oh my God, I hate this coworker. Like if you just hear yourself over and over again talking about it, it is a sign for you that you have to do something about it because that was another thing for me. Like naturally, I am the type of person that if I complain enough, it's a cue for me. It's either I do something or I shut up, right? Like it's no point for me to keep talking about this thing that I don't enjoy, but yet do zero thing about it. And so um, one thing for me is like after a while of just like either being very unhappy about my manager or about how I was treated in a certain situation or a project, I need to basically figure out a way for me to go forward. Like either if I learn something, it's like, okay, what did I learn? And how do I, how do I avoid that from happening again? Or, okay, like if that's what happened and it left me in a really bad situation, what am I going to do about it now? Right? Am I going to just move forward or am I going to like do something about it to improve it so that it changes the circumstance in the current state. So usually like you need to train yourself, honestly, regardless of your, you know, current workplace or career, you got to ask yourself that is like, what are you going to do about it? Right? Like, what are some of your options? Like stop going in the circle of like talking about it, like complaining about it, rather if it's to yourself, to your friends, your, your spouse, your partner, like stop that right? Because if you have done it enough, (laughs) right, like more than a couple of weeks or months, like we get it, you get it, 
right? Like you get it yourself, like what's going on, what you don't like, what's pissing you off, what's making you unhappy, what's making you stress, you get it, right? But now it's time to think about, okay, what are you going to do about it, right? And when you're thinking about what you're going to do about it, and and one thing comes up is like, I get, like for me, I felt fear, right? I felt fear of, um, like, honestly, one of the fear was like losing my job. Like, what if I were to do something about it and just don't let these things happen to me? I'm going to lose my job. Like, people's not going to like me or they're going to point something out that I'm doing, even though I'm not doing anything wrong, you know, like that, that's like fireable. But sometimes you think about that. Like, what if people just don't like you enough, right? Um, and another thing I think about is like, what if, I get disliked even more, right? Like maybe it's like not to the extreme of like getting fired, but like what if people just end up not liking me and they don't want to work with me anymore, right? That was always like concern of being liked in a sense. Like those were kind of the pop-up that kind of stopped me sometimes from doing something about it. But I think throughout my career, if one thing is changing throughout, it's like this confidence, right? Like it's like, you know yourself more and you tried many things. And I could tell you in my like middle stage of of career. So like not early stage, but like mid stage career. So I would say like at least, you know, seven, eight years ago, um, I was very shy. I was very shy. I was very quiet at work. I was kind of known as the quiet person at work. Like I would barely speak in meetings. Um, I would feel like completely nervous when I'm even asked the question in the meeting, especially if it's if, it, if it's if it's in a meeting that has more than like three people. I just like want to answer a simple yes or no and like don't talk ever again in that meeting. So I was extremely shy. I was always a hard worker, but it was just I for whatever reason, even though in my personal life, it's not like I was a extreme introvert anything like it in fact I talked a lot to my friends it's just at work there's always this thing of doubt in my mind that I felt like I wasn't competent enough I I felt like I couldn't express my thought well enough um I wasn't sure if people would thought my ideas of like duh like we all know like if I'm just speaking the obvious with my idea so I always doubted myself a lot but I always was able to at least talk to people about my ideas and opinions if it's one-on-one um so that was at least okay like if it's just one-on-one and they ask me um we could have a conversation that way it's just when it's in a huge group I get very shy and um I was like that for a long time especially in my early career and in my mid-career I think I started to learn that if I just you know one if I'd never say like what my values are and what I'm contributing and my ideas, people will just not know like what I'm about, right? As simple as that. Like I can't blame them for doubting me if I myself don't share these thoughts and opinions, right? So that was like the mid-stage of my career where I start to realize like, like, well, no shit. People don't really know what you do because you barely talk about what you do. You do a lot maybe with like just your direct manager and a few other people that you work really closely with. But majority of people will not know because you never talk much and you don't ever, you know, basically show your work or even say anything, like almost like have an opinion, right? Like in meetings and things like that. So it was obvious to me why there was that almost like a misunderstanding of me um, or like doubts about me. So in my mid-career, I learned that like, okay, you know, I do need to speak up on my opinions and things. And during that time, it's also around the time (laughs) of like, you start to get used to work. Like, I think like around that time, I was in uh, uh, another corporation. I was there for almost like three years already. So it's like you're used to it. You know, you kind of observe the people enough. (laughs) Like I do, I just like observe who's who, their thoughts, their opinions, and things like that. And after a while, I'm not as shy anymore because you kind of start to feel warmer with the people around you. Like, you kind of know what they're about. So you feel more okay to express your thoughts too. So it was around that time that I started speaking up 
in meetings, like even in situations where they are proposing an idea that pretty much go against what I was proposing, but I was able to share it calmly to share with them like the reasoning of why that might not be a good idea, you know, because of X, Y, and Z. And they should consider another way to achieving their goal, right? And I remember it started to like turn out really well, right? Like by doing that, it's like sharing my ideas, my opinions. And I realized that that really mattered that time in my career. Um, And I'm telling you this because all of this is kind of like the path to choosing and doing an action because, you know, I'm just trying to tell you what I have decided to do and all of that didn't just come overnight. Like I didn't just become like shy from from shy to like not shy and like, you know, just get things done and do what I got to do right away overnight because it doesn't happen like that. So just trying to tell you the journey, it takes time, but it does take learnings and actions as one step at a time to become more closer to what you want to become. Um, so that was mid-stage st- mid of my career where I start to share more about my opinions, my ideas to more people. And then to like in like now, right around this stage, I was I was going to call it a like later stage of my career, but my career will continue to grow. Um, so it's just like at this stage of my career, I think I, I start thinking about the politics a lot more because what I start to realize too is doing a good job is not good enough, right? So in my mid-stage of my career, I, I used to think like people need to know your value and you need to do a great job at what you do. But when you are starting to become more senior, which now in my position, I am count as more senior in my level, um, is that your ex- like people, what they expect of you is more than just leading a project and doing what you're supposed to do. You have to influence other people. And influence this idea is that you are going to be in situations where people disagree. People don't want to do what you are proposing. So your role is not only to tell them like, hey, my idea is great. It's going to get you to where you need. You need to listen to it and just do it. Like you can't do that. Like basically, no matter how good your idea is, And no matter how you are presenting your facts as facts, sometimes it doesn't matter because sometimes people are people and they don't like to agree and they like to only do what they want to do. And that very much happens. And you will see that like, you'll be like, oh my God, you know, you're thinking to yourself, like, how can people just be so unreasonable, right? Like, why are they so unreasonable? Like, this is so obvious. But just like any other people you'll ever meet in your life, in your high school, in your childhood, in your real life, you have acquaintances, friends, like you have some obviously best friends that you're great with, but you're going to have some acquaintances that you're like, yeah, you see them, but you know, they are not good people. So you like, don't try to get too close with them, right? Just like how you meet those people in your real life, those people exist at work. Right. And the other thing it's like you got to remember at the end of the day is people are hired to work together to make the company money. People are not gathering together at the end of the day to be BFFs. They're not there to be friends and be your family. And, you know, it's it's lucky. You know, it's a bonus if you do meet someone that ends up being your BFF and like a really, really good friend that like really has your back and all of it. Like that is a bonus. That is like, you are lucky. But typically, no, like we shouldn't honestly even have that expectation because work is work. You're getting paid, you know, to be there. And one of the quality as a worker, the expectation is that you need to get along you know, with your coworkers, at least be able to work together to get things done. You guys don't have to like each other. You guys don't have to anything like trust each other or anything, but you guys need to learn to work together to get things done. Um, So yeah, so that's another thing as you like go up in your career, honestly, it's not even going up You like any that's like expected in all levels. It's like being able to get along with other people and work together and get things done. But being able to influence other people despite disagreement does, I would say, come in like different stage in your career. Like, I don't think it's really expected for someone that's super entry level 
to be able to influence like a director to do something. If they can't, that's amazing. That's great. And that do happen. Um, but it's not expected versus like another like senior person might be expected to present to VPs and director all the time. Um, but with that being said, right, the fact of the matter is there's a lot of that, you know, situation happens at work where it is required for a certain um, certain kind of skills to be able to navigate these type of disagreement and honestly sometimes it's like heated disagreement among maybe not even yourself but like your team and another team which makes it a lot harder for you to work with the other team because the other team already have like a set expectation from your team that you guys are not good to work with right so you not only have to change their minds about what you're proposing but you got to change their minds almost like on behalf of your team so there's like a lot of those things that just makes everything more challenging and like one thing I personally always say sometimes to my friends is like look the work itself is fine like I actually really love doing what I do like the actual things that I do to get things done like the problems that I need to solve at work like my role I really truly do love it like I'm not even bullshitting like (laughs) I really do love it um it's the people honestly it's the hardest part when I say people it's it is the politics right it's like navigating sometimes people knowingly you know they might not be doing the right thing but like they want to due to other reasons of either winning sabotaging somebody else um because they want to achieve a goal that you know they just need to achieve it regardless of how they're gonna get there you're gonna have those people um, that you're going to have to deal with. And for me, the deciding factor really came in, I would say, like the last year and a half, where number one, I realized one thing, um, is that like, no matter, okay, maybe if you own your own company, that's a different story. But if you're working for a company, right, like you work at a nine to five, you're a salary employee, like whatever it is, like even part time, doesn't matter, even if you're intern, doesn't matter. Like, honestly, if you just like work for another company, um, all of us were replaceable. We are replaceable. It doesn't even matter if we're the VP, if we're like the CEO, like it really doesn't matter how smart we are. We are all replaceable to a company. Um, and that was something that like when I say it out loud, right, it's like, oh, yeah, isn't that supposed to be like a duh thing? Like, don't we all know that? I don't know. But like for me, it wasn't something that was that obvious to me for whatever reason. Like I, I guess I actually thought that like if you are so valuable in the company, you contributed so much, you have such great ideas and you do such amazing work and you earn the company so much money that they will no matter what not get rid of you and I mean to a certain extent like I think the likelihood of that happening is much lower if you are that valuable but it's not impossible right like I think throughout the careers I have seen like CEO getting replaced VP getting replaced and the whole entire company just operate as if nothing happened like nothing You know, like there's no such thing as I have never seen and I have seen CEO, VP, directors getting replaced, pretty much getting kicked out of the company, not by their own choice, but by the company's choice. And the entire company, the entire team just operate as normal. And I think it's through those um, experience and seeing it happen live makes me start to realize that like, damn, like it really doesn't matter um and I think realizing that more recently it was like a calling for me because all of these stress that I feel from work because of politics because of like the people and the things people don't agree um I don't know how to respond things like that like it's starting to makes me question like why are you so stressed over a job for a company that will just replace you if you're like dead tomorrow like they will be fine. You will be forgotten quickly. I know that sounds so harsh, but in some way, or at least in my head, it's true. And so it's like this day and night, like I was having trouble sleeping 
and all of that like figuring out these work relationships how do I make people happy do they like me do they not like me like they're probably not even thinking of me to be honest you know like if I'm like said something embarrassing in the meeting it's like I'm pretty sure they're not thinking about me soon after the meeting because I am not that important, you know? And sometimes I think we all think that way, right? Like even like if we have like something on our shirt, like for whatever reason, we think, oh my God, that's the worst day. So embarrassing. But like to most people, it's like a split second of their day if they even notice it. Um, so anyway, like realizing that truly was kind of the first step, kind of like, oh my God, like, like come down to myself in a way, like come down, you know, you're not that important to a company. So the fact that you're stressing yourself out day and night, thinking about work that will just replace you if you were to drop dead tomorrow, it's like crazy. Uh, but you hear that as a saying too, by the way, I didn't like make that up, that concept, right? Of like your work will just replace you if you were to drop dead the next day. You probably hear that, I seen that, um, it like as a quote and stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, that was like kind of one when you're like truly start to like think about that. You're like, oh yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like, why am I like stressing so much? And like, you got to remember this thing too, is that you will likely <laughs> spend majority of your life working, right? Like if from like a young adult, maybe like 18. Some of us even work when we're younger. Like I started working around 16, 17, I would say. Uh, but basically for the majority of our life, starting as like a young teen or young adult we work most of us until we're like 60 65 and some of us even 70 just depends right that literally is the majority of our life if not all of our lives and the fact that we're this unhappy and this miserable like come on right like it's like when you take a step back and you look at this bigger picture it's honestly not really reasonable it's, it's some some of us you know are not even doing things that we love right? We're doing it because it's like, we need the freaking paycheck, <laughs> we need to pay the bills. But yet we're suffering with the people with like letting them get to us, right? Like they anger us, they make us stressed, they make us sad, they make us doubt our self esteem, they make us doubt like a lot of who we are and all of it, like all for what? All for what? We already work to give them what they need for that paycheck. And now we also give them our mental health. You know, it's like that starting to appear like more truly that make me start thinking and taking a step back like, wait, hold up. This is, this is not good. You know, I don't want to spend another 40 years, 50 years like this. That's number one. Number two is like, I need to have a very, I had to have a very candid, you know, realization with myself. Like, what do I want out of this company? Like, what's my goal? Like everything that I was so careful about, like, saying the right things and making sure that people like me like why like why do I care right like I have to ask myself something very candid it's like is my goal to climb the freaking ladder right it's my goal to be my manager it's my goal to be the next director it's my goal to be the VP here eventually or even like the highest level of like I'm in marketing is that my goal be the CMO and that took me a while to truly figure out like, am I trying to go up the ladder? Because there was a part of me, if you asked me this question like two years ago and before, I would say maybe, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe that is what I want. I do love marketing again. I love what I do. I love my job. Um, I do love building people, right? As in like a team and like be able to inspire and share a vision and make us be a productive and do good stuff like the idea of that it's great you know so I couldn't say that I always knew I didn't want to do it like for a while I was like thinking yeah I think I do I would I think I would love that you know um however and it could be because exactly it or something else but I am, whenever I look at my current, you know, directors and VPs, not every one of them, not every one of them, some of them I really do love and they're great. But there are some that I, you know, do you, you saw how you ever look at someone, you're like, if you were them, would you be happy? Like, do you want to be in their shoe? Right? And the answer for me, whenever I thought that way for some of our leaders, the answer was no. 
you know, like I didn't want to be like them. I didn't want to be in their shoe. Like if it means that I need to, you know, like navigate all of these politics just so that I could be in their shoe, that's not what I want. And I wouldn't want it, right? Because one of the things I do notice is that one of the things that all of these leaders, not ever, again, not every one of them, some are a phenomenal, they're great, like everything you think these like big tech giant would be, they're that. Uh, but there are the other some that is like, wow, they're like masters of, um, of um, uh, politics. Like they really know how to navigate and talk to talk. Like they're so good. Like they're so good with talking and navigating these like really tough, tough conversation situation in the way that not that it's like they answer the question or solves the problem. That's the thing. Like if they solves the problem and answers the hard question, that's like a great leader to me. Like, wow, like you're not dodging the question. You're not just using jargons to avoid the question. You just say a bunch of things that if you really decode what you just said, you basically didn't really say anything. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about that. Like, I'm talking about they're just, you know, like good at talking. But at the end, it, like they, it sounds really great. It really does. Like, you're like, wow, that sounds about right. But then you're like, what does that mean, though? You know, um, they're really good at that. And it's no wonder, you know, that they kept going up because they are able to present themselves in the way that sounds very, number one, very confident. There's something to learn about that, to be honest. Like, it's a skill to always be able to have something to say that people will still, like, go with what you're saying. Like, that's a skill that, honestly, I need to learn because I'm not good at that. Like, as in, <laughs> for better or worse, like, bullshitting my way. Um, but it's so great. Like, the way they do it, it's like, wow, I don't know how they're so, like, elegant in the way they do it, and yet sound so powerful, and yet sounds like it's going somewhere. Like, I don't know how to do it, because I'm more, like, truthful in the sense of, like, if I don't know the answer, and I don't, I'm probably gonna tell you that. Like, I, look, I, I understand that this is really important, and we need to figure it out. I don't have the answer to it yet, but this is what I'm gonna do to figure it out. Like, the real version of it, but they'll say something that don't even include an action plan at all, like no promises of anything, no acknowledgement of not knowing the answer. But it's just something you hear it and you're like, huh, okay. You know, I just can't say no. So there's something about that. But anyway, the point is that when I ask myself, do I want to be like them? Because those are kind of like the leaders of today, right? So if my answer to my question was like, I was gonna climb the ladder, um, it would pretty much kind of be like them. And my answer more and more that I ask myself that question is a hard no. Like I don't. Like if it means that I need to like almost be more like them, right? Like again, I think their skill is a very special skill and I suck at it. I do admit like I'm really bad. I don't even know how to fix like, like... <laughs> liking someone sometimes like I think it's so obvious if like I don't like a coworker, but hey again I will I'll be very polite I'll be professional we'll still work together but I'll be very straightforward like okay let's talk about this let's talk okay great all right I think we could wrap it up talk to you next time like you know it's very just work 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 you know there's no more like casual laughing stuff which in a big corporation that's already kind of like not common to be honest I think everyone's a little bit like fluffy and I think I'm a less fluffy than most people when it comes to being more candid on good or bad things um and I again I think being able to be very fluffy in a nice kind way and navigate it's a great skill I want to learn it I'm just not there yet uh but anyway my whole point is like truly asking yourself what's your goal is your goal to like be like these people um, and if your answer is yes, because my answer is no, you know, I, and it took me a while to say that, like, again, if you asked me that, like, over two years ago, I don't know, and that was kind of hard for me doing the time, I was like, I don't know, because if my answer was yes, and if your answer is yes, honestly, in a way, 
like to a certain extent, you do need to learn how to play the game. I'm so sad to say this, cause like there's a part of me that really believe like you you should be able to win big without playing the game. But hey, one thing I did learn from like the last couple of years that you'll still win. I think it's still possible to win without playing any game. But if you want to win quick and win like big, I think there is a level of like, you know, middle ground person that's like not too 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 like, you know, direct in a sense. Like I I see myself as more as a person that's more direct. Like you say it as is. I I have a hard time sugarcoating things. But I think as like a like a CEO or something like that, you do need to know how to sugarcoat without being like lying <laughs> like you're sugarcoating but you're still being truthful it's a skill and honestly i would love to learn that because for me i love our ceo um and one thing i do admire about our ceo is that the way our ceo is able to communicate even though this person is put into like a very hard situation to like been asked really tough question and sometimes honestly disrespectful question like very mean just like attacking kind of question our ceo is always able to answer them very delightfully like kind calm um it's answering the question without being hostile without feeling defensive um and it just kind of makes the other person don't want to continue to be aggressive and mean right it's almost like diffusing the um attack and the negativity and i always admire about that like i'm like wow that is amazing because like it's not like this person's lying it's not like this person just saying a bunch of jargon to like avoid the question right like what i don't admire about other leaders that i have seen but i think there is a level of like navigating these politics but yet still be so noble in some way right which is great and it's a skill that like for me it's not easy to learn. I think some for some people it's more natural. But I think that if your goal is that you want to climb the ladder, that is a skill that I do think it's very beneficial for for all of us to learn, right? If that's our goal is to like become, you know, the company CEO one day or a director one day, a VP one day, basically whatever position that you're in right now, if you want to keep going up and up and up in your level. I do think truly facing this like politics head on and not just wishing for like another company, another team. Cause I used to think that I'm just like, oh my God, like that's what I wait for. I'm like, I maybe I should need to go to a different team. You know, maybe it's just my team that is like that. But I realized that honestly, every single team likely has good or bad. You know, the grass is, the grass is always greener on the other side. There's something that you're going to really like and something you don't like. I have companies that I work for in the past. I love the coworkers. I love the coworkers. They were the reason why I really enjoyed my work. I didn't enjoy the work that I did, the role that that I was in. And but I really enjoyed going to work cuz it was almost like for me like like doing a project next to the people that I really enjoy. And that's great. It, again, if so it really goes back to you, what do you care about most cuz that is the validation for yourself that you need to go through it's like what are you going to do about it and by you figuring out what you're going to do about it you have to ask yourself what matters to you because what matters to, to me is not going to be the same of what matters to you sometimes right so you got to ask yourself like is your goal to climb the ladder within your company right because that matters too because other company might need a certain different tactic and if you're a company in that you're in right now, you feel like it requires a lot of um, like uh, politics, <laughs> you know, things, then yeah, like you gotta ask yourself, is your goal to go up? And if your answer is no, like me, my answer after a while, it's like, I don't. And I think that realization come with what I mentioned earlier about also realizing that, oh my God, all of us are like kind of replaceable in the company. And that made me really, really want to start to, have additional um, diversify my income basically like instead of just relying on my regular salary job nine to five job i want to keep it still but think of other ways to make money that is not reliant on this one earning 
right? For like society history, um, it is pretty like set on that most people just rely on one income. That's the earned income that most of us are in. Um, but in order to really like achieve financial freedom, like most of us wanted to do, um, diversifying income, it's very important. And I think for me, I'm still learning a lot of it, but I didn't think about that for most of my career. Like I used to really just focus on earned income and how do I maximize my earned income. And I think that's why it was also harder for me to answer the question of like, do you want to climb the ladder? Because for a part of me, I did because I wanted to maximize my earned income. And it wasn't until I realized that like, if financial freedom in a sense is what I also want to achieve, I need to diversify my income. I, and I'd rather channel my energy in other ways outside of my job, my nine to five job to think about what other ways do I want to make money that I'm doing things I also enjoy. Because another thing was really hurting me. And if it's also hurting you, you should think about this is like, because work, my nine to five job was stressing me so much. It was also hurting my identity um, because I work so much <laughs> that like when things go good, it's great. Like I get so much happiness from it. Like when people are thankful, grateful and let me know that my work is helping them. But when things don't go right, like if I think my manager is mad at me or whatever, it really like have a toll on my emotions, you know, and I know that I let my work define me because when it's good, I also let it define me. But when it's not going great, I also let it define me. And I struggle with that for a while in the last couple of years where um, I knew I need to have another, like my true myself, my own identity outside of work, right? Because at work, like, yeah, if you feel like you're completely yourself, that's amazing, Right. But like at work, there's always that like you cannot just tell them everything like you do with your best friend. Right. Like I can't tell them, you know, about all my relationship problems. That's just to me, one, I don't feel comfortable in talking about that at work. And number two, it's, it's not people that I want to tell these things to. Right. So in a sense, I cannot be completely myself. There's certain things about my personal life that I personally don't bring into my work life. Um, and so because I let work life control like 80% of my life, it was just so hard to distinguish like me versus the work me. Um, and I didn't like it at all. Um, and if you're feeling the same way, like that, like the idea of diversifying your income, like finding something outside of your nine to five that you also enjoy to do is actually, I think it's a really great thing. Um, and that, to, for me, is also the route that I'm choosing to go. Like, my goal right now is no longer climbing the ladder. Actually, you know, it's okay about just being where I'm at right now in my 9-to-5 job and just continue to do my best of doing a good job, but not, like, above and beyond where it's, like, taking toll of my health and my energy and my stress level to in an unhealthy state. And just rechanneling my energy on things that could possibly create a more diversified income for myself by doing things that I already enjoy. Because again, one thing that all of us need to remind ourselves at the end of the day is that we are going to spend majority, if not all of our lives, working. And we only have so many hours in a day. It's not like we're going to get double of an hour within a day. Like we don't get 48 hours within one day. Like one day, it's that's how many hours we get. We still got to sleep to even have enough energy to function. We still gonna have to take time to eat in order for us to keep going, right? So there's like a very finite of time that we have. And time is something that we cannot get back. Every second that has passed is second gone, right? We just keep going our, our life, our body, our mind, our digestion, our heart, everything will continue to honestly in a way degrade, right? And so spending our time wisely and channeling our stress wisely is going to be very important. 
and remembering that if truly your work is more like a financial thing to you, then you really need to think hard of how you could maximize your income in other ways that doesn't rely on your current job only. And it's going to take time. It's not going to be easy at all. But at any time that you have, that you have to yourself to think about how you could diversify your income more, you got to try. You got to try because life is too short. And this is going to be pretty much all of your life. It's working. So if you're already stressing so much already in your current job, you got to do something about it. And that's the first thing. You got to do something about it. You already realized enough how unhappy and how stressful you are. The next step is you got to do something about it. And in order for you to do something about it, you're going to ask yourself hard questions. And then you're going to force yourself to get an answer so you can move forward to taking the next steps that you need to get yourself to enjoy your day-to-day. And your day-to-day is going to include your work. (laughs) And so I hope that you will find something that you at least enjoy more working. And remember, it's not about picking the one that's the most happy and like the happiest and no stress because that's probably not going to happen, right? Even as if you're a business owner, there's going to be tremendous amount of stress. It's about picking your poison, right? It's kind of the concept of like, Which one are you willing to suffer for more that you feel like it's more fulfilled to you? And honestly, that's going to help a lot. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for all of you listening. And I do want to say at the very end of my episode, I usually say that, hey, I would love for you guys to reach out to me in my Instagram to let me know what you think. And I still want you guys to do that. But I do want to say recently I've been getting messages from some of you and it really means a lot to me it makes me so happy whenever I do read your messages on how my podcast have helped you in any way and what you look forward to in hearing next so I really appreciate it I just want to say thank you thank you so much keep them coming um, I really appreciate all of you and I'm so thankful that you take the time to listen and that let me help you in any way So thank you so much. I will um, talk to you next week. And my Instagram is at realthingsyoushouldknow. I will talk to you guys all soon. Bye.